0: The and Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winnbet.com today and start winning. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and unders to cash in. Head over to prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home, for all of our free picks and podcasts. We have officially kicked off week 15. If you're listening to this on Friday, you've already witnessed the Thursday night football game. But of course, as you know, we record before the game even happens. So we don't even know what's going to go down tonight in a wild and thunderous NFC or AFC West showdown between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, But we are moving on past that because there are so many angles to cover in week 15. And I have brought in Will Rivera to help me break it all down of the SGPN. Will, welcome to the show. And I almost feel bad for bringing you on in such a whirlwind of a week to do this show.
1: Listen, Rod, thanks again for having me on. But listen, as you mentioned, uh, the good thing is that we're recording today and you put in the uh, you put that disclaimer out there that we don't know what else is going to happen. I mean, we still have – I mean, we got the game tonight, but there's going to be three more days or two and a half more days before the Sunday matchup. So we're going to see if there's any other news coming down the line. But so far we can talk about the players that we do have uh, to talk about, man, and, and hope for the best. But uh, it just seems like it's uh, it's rampant um, health and, and – health and safety protocols coming out there right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, so we already don't know the status of a lot of these guys that are out there, especially uh, guys like uh, even Baker Mayfield, right? Uh, Austin Hooper of the Browns. Uh, so many of these teams have been affected by by any any number of things now. So this is where you need to keep an eye, a very close eye, especially on our injury report. Our own SGPN uh, football doc, Sebastian Fearon, is really just... Around the clock getting all this stuff together for you and putting it up on the website uh, So even it things could change but by the time you listen to this and Sunday morning So keep abreast of the situation because it is going to change and change a lot And it affects a lot of the folks that we're about to talk about And in fact, we're gonna get started with this with the first person or the first two. Okay Sorry, back it up. I got so thrown off by the fact that there's so much injury uh, news to talk about uh, that today's a mailbag, as we usually do on Thursday, uh, where I, I look over the internet and I find some of your start-sit questions, whether you use the hashtag fantasy football advice or I just grab it off of the uh, Fantasy Life app. You guys want to know who to start, who to sit, uh, and instead of just calling it a start-sit, this is a mailbag because this is all from you guys. Uh, so let us begin Will, with our first question of the day, this is impacted by the fact that we now know DeAndre Hopkins is out, which I took me by surprise. They took everybody by surprise. So now in the wake of that, somebody is asking, because apparently they've got both of the other Cardinals wide receivers, uh, but they want to know whether they should start A.J. Green or Christian Kirk uh, as their receiver. And man... That's a tough one, but Will, I know what I think. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a tough one. But you know, I'm gonna go ahead with the person that's been more consistent and pretty much came out and has something something to prove this year and was it was able to do it in AJ Green. So we saw them um, just this past Monday night, he was able to do well against the Los Angeles Rams in a losing effort, but he did have over hundred yards uh receiving. I think that he's gonna get more opportunities in our offense, especially with D hop being out for the rest of the year. Um or at least until the playoffs go get going. So I think people have to rely on Christian Kirk getting those deep threats and also getting into the end zone, but I think A.J. Green is that um, reliable guy. And not only is he a reliable wide receiver, but he's also able to make those difficult catches that he does in week in and week out. So I'm rolling with a A.J. Green in this one.
0: Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing about this. I definitely feel A.J. Green has the bigger upside, but here's what's crazy is that Uh, We got I mean Christian Kirk is actually rated high or ranked higher than AJ Green and especially by most expert and us He comes in at around 30 uh, And and whereas AJ Green comes in around 32, so it's close It is definitely close between these two, but I I'm gonna go, you know I'm gonna go with the experienced wide receiver one I'm gonna go with the guy that's been there before AJ Green knows what it takes to be the leader of a wide receiving core and you're right last week He definitely showed that he can be in fact he led The cardinals uh basically in in everything last week so i'm gonna ask him to do it again in the absence of deandre hopkins i'm gonna trust that he does it uh whereas christian kirk has has just had spot uh, production he hasn't been necessarily consistent all the way through like you said he's had weeks where he's given you one catch for four yards uh you know (laughs) and and it's not it's not even pretty uh two catches for 25 yards against seattle Whereas you know, yes, AJ Green gives you one catch for four yards as well, but it feels like more consistently he gives you the four for seventy-eight, five for fifty-three for sixty-six, five for seventy-nine. So, uh, I know what the experts say, I know what our rankings say, but my gut says go with AJ Green, which isn't going to make Adam happy, but you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, listen, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking at a, at a target share, right? You have. Uh... Uh, D hop he actually led all receivers with 12 targets only caught five of them But then um, AJ Green was right behind them with 10 So I just think that again with um with D hop out for the rest of the year The guy's gonna be AJ Green, man.
0: Yep. I agree So if you're sitting there with both of those guys and trying to figure out who to start In place of DeAndre Hopkins now look don't go thinking that you're gonna get DeAndre Hopkins type numbers Uh, but even still DeAndre Hopkins hasn't necessarily been throwing up gigantic numbers anyways this season. So, um, you may not have too much of a drop-off between either one of them and what you maybe would have gotten out of DeAndre Hopkins uh, this week as well. (sighs) So frustrating. All right, let's throw A.J. Green back in the mix, but now we're going to put him back with uh, two other folks that somebody's trying to wrestle with. Uh, I'm assuming in either their wide receiver two or their flex spot, but they want to know whether to start Gabriel Davis, A.J. Green, or Donovan Peoples-Jones. Again, we talked about Hopkins, uh, but Davis... With Emmanuel Sanders now on the on the mend, uh, seems to be able to, to have an opportunity to step up. So in this scenario, this is kind of close. What do you think it will?
1: Yeah, this is a, it is pretty close. Um, and I think it is between um, actually Gabriel Davis, um, Gabriel Davis and AJ Green. But I'm going to go ahead and roll with, uh, with AJ Green. I mean, listen, um, you're going up against the Detroit Lions. I mean, this is going to be a good, good matchup. Actually, the best matchup you could get right as a as a receiver. And again, you're you're going to pretty much be elevated to that number one spot because D hop is out. So I'm rolling with AJ green in this one. Um, Although Gabriel Davis does come in at a, at a close second just for the simple facts for his production on the field. And also being able to um, find the end zone in his last two games.
0: You know and and here's what's crazy. So Landry and and if listen if Baker Mayfield is out people's Jones is completely out of this mix I have I have zero faith in him if Baker Mayfield can't go Uh, So you're right I think what it ultimately comes down to is AJ Green or Gabriel Davis and we know that Gabriel Davis can give you Gigantic games, right? I mean we know that his ceiling is is a uh, one where you could benefit from it and win a week but if you're looking for consistency, especially in this first week of the playoffs for most people, right, you're not necessarily trying to swing for the fences. You want a safe play. You want to, You want somebody you know is going to get you into that next round. And I, again, with Hopkins out, I think A.J. Green presents that for you. And you're right. Against Detroit, I mean, it's not that Davis doesn't have a good matchup in <clears throat> against Carolina as well. And of course, this is all continued too on if Josh Allen plays because we don't even know if Josh, Josh Allen is a 100% go. Right. The only thing exactly. we do know is Hopkins is, or not Hopkins. Uh, Kyle, Kyler Murray is good to go. So that's it. Man. The other two have quarterback we need.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean that. Uh, I know he's in. A, he was in a walking boot. And um, actually, the news coming out of Buffalo is that every every single day he's getting better and better. But still, I just feel that the combination of uh, the Hopkins being out for the rest of the year and them going up against Detroit, it's a deadly combination, man. Deadly combination.
0: Yep. It's tough though. I mean, this is again I understand why people have these concerns and these questions because, you know, these three guys if you would have taken them even a couple of weeks ago, uh, you would have had a little more of a discussion as well. But, you know, with two of these guys having quarterback issues, one of them is benefiting from the star receiver being out. I think you got to give the edge to AJ Green in this situation. Um and look, if if one of those two, if Gabriel Davis or Peoples Jones actually does have a, a big huge breakout game, I think you can just still have started AJ Green knowing you did the right thing, because Gabriel Davis or Donovan Peoples Jones have more of an opportunity to return absolutely nothing back for you uh, than I think AJ Green would, and we're t- we're talking about floors and ceilings, and I think AJ Green's floor is a lot higher than either one of the other two, so that's where I'm at.
1: Uh, absolutely,
0: <laughs> woo! Uh, all right, Miles Gaskin, Daryl Henderson. Devonte Parker, all three of these guys under flex consideration for somebody on Twitter. Uh, you're shaking your head because I think you already know that you have a decision here. So I'm going to let you go ahead and say between Miles Gaskin, Daryl Henderson, Devonte Parker, who are we flexing?
1: Well, listen, just with the news that came out today, um, Waddle just got, uh, got on the list, on the um, 2020 list, you know, so... Automatically, right there, that just elevates Devonte Parker for me. Um, he's more reliable than than Miles Gaskin in the same offense. And Daryl Han- Henderson, you know, his first game coming back, I don't know how productive he's going to be. Also, we see that uh, Sony Michelle is uh, is pretty good back there, so I don't know if they're going to give uh Sony Michelle more more carries back there, and it's going to be like a 50-50 situation. So I'm going to go with the clear favorite here in that Miami in that M- Miami offense moving forward, especially for this weekend, and Tua pretty much having to rely on. Um, on on someone out on, on the outside with Waddle being out, that's going to be Devontae Parker.
0: Yep, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on Devontae Parker, but only because of that news that just came out. If it was not, I was going to go with Miles Gaskin because this is the Jets. I, it really doesn't matter who you yeah. pick from the Dolphins <laughs> in this situation. I mean, look, Hen- Henderson's going to be Henderson, right? And that that's all fine and well. But look. These two guys are going to dominate on uh, against the Jets. Uh, Gaskins and Parker, or Gaskin and Parker. So, um, but you're right with Waddle. With Waddle being out, um, this takes Devontae Parker up to what wide receiver one again? Uh, and, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, absolutely. and the Dolphins are on a roll. So this passing game is actually some. I want a piece of this passing game. Uh, so if I'm going to flex one of those three, I think you're right. It's going to be Devontae Parker. Now, look, I understand if you want to make the case for Miles Gaskin as well, because it is the Jets. And, you know, these guys are, are just horrendous all around. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think the big play potential for Devontae Parker is there. Um, and I think that uh, he's had, what, nine fantasy points on week 13 uh, before the bye. So he, he's got potential, especially in a PPR with more targets, with more opportunity to catch the ball. Um, yeah. And Daryl Henderson, you're right. Splitting carries with Sonny Michelle seems like what it's going to end up being because we saw Michelle thrive on primetime. So I, I think if the Rams are smart, they will continue to put him in the mix because he's hot. You got to ride that. What do they say? They ride the hot hand. And that's. I think that's what he's got to do in this case.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you got to ride the hot hand. And also, I mean, I'm just going to trust that um, – or the lack thereof of a good defense on there on the Jets for, for Miami to go ahead and do their thing and then Devonte to go ahead and put up some points.
0: Yep. So, uh, all right. But again, all of this stuff you got to keep an eye on because these COVID things are are, are really shaking up the fantasy playoffs. So uh, we've already seen, like I said, with Waddell being put on the list, uh, close contact, right, is something else you got to keep an eye on too. So news could come out in the next couple of days about some of these other folks uh, which could make the decision a little bit easier for you as well. Uh, but again, you know, this is this is what we deal with here in, in this modern day of, of fantasy football. So uh, you got to be ready for anything. Uh, and that includes poor play from gigantically good players like DK Metcalf over the last few weeks. Frustrating fantasy managers for the better part of this season. There's somebody that wants to know because of this. Well, look. 2020 we wouldn't be asking this question earlier in 2021 We wouldn't be answering this or asking this question. But today week 15 Somebody wants to know do we start KJ Osborne or DK Metcalf? It sounds crazy, but how crazy is it?
1: Man, so it actually got crazier because we also just saw Tyler Lockett as well come out earlier um, with news that he tested um, and he's on the list now, right but it's tough because D- DK Metcalf hasn't done anything the the, the last couple of weeks, and KJ Osborne has, right? So we saw him pretty much um, uh, shine on on last Thursday night um, against the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And but am I trusting primetime Kirk Cousins? I don't know, right? So, but they're going up against Chicago. They're going up against Chicago. It's a it's a it's a divisional matchup. Um, Monday Night Football. But I'm just gonna have to go ahead and just uh, pretty much say, "What have you done for me lately?" I'm gonna go with KJ Osborne in the situation.
0: Woo! Wow! I, I and got look, to. And this I got is to. this is the kind of take that you come to this show for. Uh, and and look, we talked about before not wanting to swing for the fences, get the safe floor. But you know, here's the thing: Metcalf's floor has been kind of bad as of late. Right? I mean, other than the last couple of games, uh, Week 13 against San Francisco, 5 for 60. That's good. Uh, Still not the best. It's only 11 points out of a guy that you drafted to at least get you, what, 15, 16 points a game. Uh, And then against Houston, 4 for 43. So only 8 points in a PPR. Still, not the production you want out of him. But you turn to the other side of the ball, and Osborne, 3 for 83 and a touchdown, 4 for 47 and a touchdown over the last couple of weeks. So... (laughs) I love the what have you done for me lately thing going on because it really (laughs) ends up being what have you done for me lately. And another thing with with the COVID situation, too, a lot of these guys that are vaxxed still have the opportunity to turn in two negative tests before Sunday. So don't let the fact that Lockett is on that list uh, sway your decision on Metcalf because um, against the Rams, this could end up being a track meet as well. But on the other side, again, you've got K.J. Osborne going against the bears. This is another one of those Detroit lion esque type matchups.
1: And yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, uh, one of those things, uh, Chicago. Yeah. Chicago gave up a lot of points again and a lot of yards against, uh, that, that green Bay offense on Sunday night. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, just, uh, even Listen, even if they don't win the game, you know that Minnesota and Kirk Cousins could go ahead and put a point. So I'm looking for, for for the opposite of primetime Kirk Cousins in this uh in this Monday night matchup.
0: Hey, you joke about primetime Kirk Cousins, but he gave us a hell of a show the last primetime, right? I mean, he almost blew the whole thing, and that third quarter was horrible, but uh, it looked good for the most Bro, part. They should have
1: been up 44 nothing, man. They should have <sighs> been up 44 nothing at one point, man, for real.
0: Dalvin Cook stole that show, though. That was primetime Dalvin Cook for you
1: absolutely
0: uh, all right let's continue on uh, we oh I, I forgot to put this back to back oh well um Devontae parker we're going to come back to him but now we're going to pit him up against russell gage uh and and we just talked about how we'd start him over the other two um but are we starting Devontae parker this time over russell gage well i think i know your answer already but uh, let's let's figure this one out
1: yeah, absolutely. I'm still going Devontae Parker again with the news of Waddle out there. Um, gonna stick with a Devonte Parker because he's somebody that uh, not only could put up numbers, gonna get the target share, get the receptions, but as well gonna be consistent getting to the end zone. Uh, Russell Gage, we have seen that he's been able. He is that guy now in in Atlanta getting the targets, but he's not. He hasn't found the end zone in a couple games. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and and. and and rely on Devontae Parker again not only because of the news because but I just think that against Russell Gage he's going to be able to do more than enough um to to score more to score more for for that uh, Miami offense going against the uh horrific Jets defense.
0: Yeah, without Waddell, I I think this may have been a little bit closer than it would have been before. Uh, but with the news now that uh, Waddle's out, this is definitely, a, I'm going to tip the cap also to, to Devontae Parker. I'll back you up on that one. Uh, but again, it would have been close. I think it would have been closer had he had to have split some some time with Waddle as well. But it is the Jets and, and, and the Falcons are getting the Niners who, again, aren't scary defensively either against the pass but i think uh by and large the jets are worse so this is a game where and here's the thing miami is looking for playoff they're looking for a playoff spot right san francisco their their situation is a little bit more cushier than is miami's so miami's going to need to put this game away and they're going to need to try to do it early and the jets are a perfect opportunity to do that and to have tua just come out flinging early and often Uh, I mean, maybe Gaskin gets it a little bit on the back end just to salt the game away, Uh, but you're right. They got to assert dominance and they got to do it soon. Whereas I don't think that the uh, urgency for the Falcons is there as much as it will be for the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And in, in, in agreement with you. I mean, I it's just gonna be a great matchup over here for Miami. And they're playing at home and they're coming off a bye. So I know that they had a they got a lot of work in during that bye week and um probably putting some new plays and you know, like you said, making a push to get uh get into the playoffs here in that uh, AFC uh, North uh situation there. So um definitely uh yeah, they're definitely gonna be going ahead and uh and all in on, on Devontae Parker for this one.
0: And I could understand if you if you really were considering Gage. I mean, you look at the, his last three weeks, uh, 10 points of PPR last week against Carolina for reception, 64 yards. 11 for 130 against that Tampa Bay uh, defense, who all you can do is pass against. Uh, and then 6 for 62 and a touchdown, but that was against the Jaguars. So, uh, you know, you you and I, Will, could score uh, 6 for 62 and a touchdown <laughs> against the Jaguars, uh, especially easily. now. <laughs> easily, easily. Uh, no, I can't. I'm gonna put that on record. I can't I am not one of those guys. This is I can go out and do it uh, But I know you could well you, you you look like the athletic enough type of a guy that can do that
1: uh, uh, don't, don't let it fool you man. Don't let the looks fool you man. <laughs> <but. laughs> uh,
0: all right, well listen, we're, uh, we're five down five to go when we come back from break We're gonna go through the last five of your start sick questions here on this uh, SGP and fantasy football mailbag So hang tight. We'll be right back College football's championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is almost upon us and there is no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all tickets for it. NCAA football, NFL concerts, NBA, and so much more. Fresno State playing in the New Mexico Bowl. I got to get myself out to see that game. So I'm going to head over to TickPick right now and make that happen because they got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge. It lets them guarantee the best price on all their college football tickets. If you don't believe it and can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price, so you can't beat that. Make sure you head over right now to TickPick. It's TickPick.com SGP. That's TickPick.com SGP you know you're always ready to win money and a boost your odds win bet is now live in arizona colorado indiana michigan new jersey tennessee and virginia bringing the excitement of win las vegas to online sports betting and casino play you get exclusive rewards right at your fingertips so get in right now on all your favorite teams players and sports from the nfl nba mlb nhl golf mma wnba college football and so much more Plus, WinBret has some brand new bonuses to use on week 15 of the NFL. So much games, so many games to bet on and so much fun to be had. If you're a new user, bet $1. You can win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever that first wager is, WinBet is going to match it up to two. dollars 100%. 100%. So you bet 100, you get $200 in free bets. Max wager there is $750, so it's a $1,500 match. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. It is a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. So bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WINNBet.com. Prize picks is the easy way to play Daily Fantasy. It's Daily Fantasy Simplified. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on an entry. It's just you, you. Versus the projected numbers and you can use the promo code right now SGP and get a 100% deposit match up to $100 price picks has a ton of stats to choose from including yards receptions touchdowns fantasy points and so much more price picks also allows mixed sports entry so you can take the over on LeBron combine it with the under on Mahomes in the exact same entry price picks also offers every sport you can think of like NFL college football NBA college basketball MLB soccer MMA and so much more it has an award-winning and easy to use mobile app both on the App Store and Google Play Store it has 4.8 star rating in the App Store with rave Reviews Prize picks entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is literally that easy if you need a little help picking some I'm going to give you a couple of what I'm looking at right now look here's the thing Jonathan Taylor is going up against a stingy New England defense but they've been had before and I think Jonathan Taylor at over 89 and a half yards is an outstanding prize picks pick for your start so Jonathan Taylor over 89 and a half yards and I'm gonna also go CD lamb under 69 and a half receiving yards I know it sounds kind of sad to do it against the new york giants which could be a very big game for him but it's been kind of rough sledding for cd lamb lately and i don't know that i see him getting over 70 receiving yards in this game so those are just a couple of the many many over-unders over there on prize picks so make sure you head over there right now because it offers safe and fast withdrawals plus you can use the promo code sgp get that 100 deposit match heading on back. Will will give me that kind of look about my CD Lamb take. I'm not sure that he 100% buys into my 69 and a half uh under on CD Lamb, but uh you love CD Lamb this week?
1: Listen, Rod, as you know, I'm a uh diehard New York football (laughs) giants fan, but, um, and I could be accused of being a lot of things, but one of those things is not being dumb. Um, I just think that that's it. It's, it's over for the, it's over for the giants. And, and, you know, it's pretty much, they don't have anything to play for again. we got a lot of injuries. And on top of that, we have more players again on our team being listed on the COVID list. It seems like on a daily basis or weekly basis. So I just think that, uh, that Dak is going to pretty much want to come out and, and, redeem himself for, for last week and continue to do his thing, this may be, again, I'm going to go ahead with Dak having a great game passing and, and where are those targets going to go? Uh, you know, C.D. Lamb, obviously, and, and, and Amari Cooper, but I think that it's not far off for, for C.D. Lamb to have like 75-plus yards in this game. You know, I think, it, again, it's a divisional matchup we don't like each other. Um, we are playing, they are playing in New York. So the weather may be a factor, may not be, but I just think that a CD glam could have a big game. So I, I think that number is a little too low. I think that number is a little too low, Rod.
0: It could move. Who knows? Prize picks could pick it back up and, and be that way. Uh, you may get it at 69 and a half now, but uh, look, I'm always the forever optimist. So I take so many overs in my life that I had to take an under this time. Uh, and that was just the casualty of that one. So <laughs> we'll see how it all plays out. It will be an interesting, game it'll be a fun game uh you know so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one uh all right let's continue on we have a uh, couple of running backs and i mean again this is a situation where now daryl henderson is coming back and and so we don't know how sony michelle is going to get used in this rams offense this week with henderson coming back but then we also know that james robinson is supposed to be the number one running back, but did not end it that way uh, this last week. Now he doesn't have a head coach. This is a situation somebody's pulling their hair out trying to figure out who to start, Sonny Michelle or James Robinson. Will, do we have any sort of clarification for this guy?
1: absolutely uh, listen i'm all in i'm all in on james robinson right now especially with the news this morning uh or you know they they, they pulled that move what well, overnight I, I think you know everybody was sleeping they tried to be slick but we caught <laughs> on to it so i think it was uh um pretty much everybody was on board with him uh urban meyer getting out of town and I, and i'm and i'm i'm big i'm big on james robinson this uh this weekend man so i think that anybody that has him on on their roster, you. this is a definite start. Um, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Again, Sony Michelle is, is, is a good option, but with Daryl Henderson coming back, we don't know what that's going to look like moving forward for the Rams, especially this weekend. So I'm going to go ahead and um, just put all my eggs in one basket with uh, James Robinson for this Sunday.
0: And not a bad call. Because again, I get how frustrating it is, especially to have eight rushes for 24 yards, only one catch for 11 yards, and then turn around the next week and have six rushes for four yards and get yanked from the game but this is an opportunity. I mean, I'm sure this person asked this question before the urban Meyer news came out. Uh, and, and now you got to figure against the Houston Texans of all teams. Uh, because again, Sony Michelle, even at best is going to be going against Seattle and Seattle. They're, they're not that good, but they're better against the run than the Houston Texans. (laughs) So, I mean, you got to tell me that if I'm going to get an opportunity to have the number one, uh, running back without, Maybe what was shackling him in the first place uh, w- you know, in his head coach come out against a terrible Texans team. Uh, yeah, give me James Robinson all day long. I know the experts say Michelle, uh, but again, with Henderson coming back, we don't know his role. James Robinson, really, I-, I have a feeling that this whole Jaguars team, I should have picked the Jaguars. Actually, I didn't. I, who did they pick? I, I picked the Texans this week in a survivor pool pick. I may have done wrong because now the news comes out.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and also remember, I mean, this was a Trevor Lawrence's um, highest scoring game in fantasy, right? Um, when he went up against uh, them the first time, so I think that it's going to be more of the same. I think that this Jaguars team is going to pretty much be motivated, especially because uh, I think they were being held back, man. I think they were being held back uh, with 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 Meyer at the at the helm there. So I think it's going to be a different team that you see this weekend. So again, I'm I'm very very high on Robinson this upcoming Sunday.
0: I really. And I, I don't know that I'd be mad if if the Jaguars blew uh, another perfect week in the Survivor Pool uh, article because, you know, you feel for those scrappy little guys and you feel the fact that they they really, they've been bad for so long and they keep saying they're one piece away, they're one piece away and they continue to have the first pick in the draft or the second pick or somewhere in that vicinity and they're more than one piece. Every time they, they end up back in the same spot, so... Uh, yeah, maybe this culture change will be good for them and and they'll be able to come out swinging So, uh, all right, let's talk about another couple of quarterbacks here. Uh, we talked about seattle But now all of a sudden seattle I guess the running back situation there has shored up now. I don't know. Alex collin hasn't been his uh self lately and and of course all the other injuries that went even before Uh, alex had to come on on board, but rashad penny here we are week 15 talking about Rashad Penny, uh, making a difference on your, on your team. If you picked him up off of waivers either this week or last week, you're pretty happy, uh, to go along with another guy that was a waiver wire find a few weeks ago too, Dante Foreman. Uh, but somebody wants to know who to start between Rashad Penny and Dante Foreman. Uh, and again, this is another one of those, those things where it sounds like it's one sided, but you know, people are trying to figure this out. So, um, well, we know what the experts are saying. What do you say?
1: Yeah. Listen, I'm not an expert yet, but, um, I'm definitely, (laughs) um, (laughs) I, I saw
0: her that I heard that that came out. I was like, we heard what the experts say, what do you have to say? Will? uh, what is well, your no, expert listen, I'm, opinion. I'm, all,
1: I'm, all, I'm all on board with Rashad Penny. Um, I'm all on I'm I'm board with Rashad Penny this, uh, <laughs> this Sunday, right? I don't think it was a fluke. And, again, I mean, we haven't got anything out of Alex Collins, so it's going to be pretty much a situation where he's going to get the majority, if not all of the snaps and, and carries um, out there for Seattle, and especially going up against the Rams defense. Now, just think mm-hmm. about, and you don't have to go that far back. I mean, just think about what uh, James Conner did this past uh, Monday night. He had a great game, not only rushing, but also coming out the backfield, right? So if we could get uh, Rashad Penny, some touches out the backfield, let's just say going to the flat and then making something happen as soon as uh, um, the ball gets in his hand, then we're, 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 we're onto something there. So um, yeah, it's going to be something where uh, I'm, I'm not yeah, I'm not even looking at Foreman right now at all. So I think that Rashad Penny is definitely the clear favorite. And uh, yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. To start him over, over over, Foreman this weekend.
0: Yeah, and this one, you, know, you, you look at it, and you're right. The Rams really uh, got touched up last week. And I think now, if they're going... Because you know Seattle loves to run the ball, right? I mean, whatever the stats say... Even if they're not running the ball, they like to run the ball. They may not be able to run the ball half the time, but you know that their identity has always been, since the Marshawn Lynch days, we want to run the ball. We want to have running backs that we can give the ball to. And I think over the last couple of weeks, you know, Penny got 16 attempts last week uh 17 touches total but you know he turned him into 137 yards two touchdowns against those texans that we talked about uh and and look he even got 10 touches against san francisco so mean 11 touches against san francisco which was him ramping kind of back up into, into normal um you look at the, and foreman look he had 19 rushes 109 yards against new england he had 13 rushes for 47 yards and a touchdown against the jaguars but this is pittsburgh Again, kind of another divisional matchup, too, where, uh, who knows, this this could come down to the wire. And the fact of the matter is that Tennessee, they're always a run first, too, but they've always had Derrick Henry. So, you know, they may want to put this up in the air a little more against the Steelers' secondary, which could be very more uh, fruitful for them than than running the ball.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's, uh, again before today some of these may have been like okay like hey what are we gonna do but i mean these are just coming out as clear favorites but again i like that rashad penny play and 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 I'd be interested to think to see or to know what a uh, Seattle thinks, um, for the simple fact that you know that they relied on Alex Collins and um, you know he, I was just looking at the stats for last week. He only got one attempt uh, in the backfield. Um, Alex Collins and Rashad Penny. So I think that they go. They just need to go ahead and just put Alex Collins to the side. Let him uh, you know stay on the on the sideline there in L. A. Um, this this upcoming week and um, pretty much just a uh, have Rashad Penny 100% in the fold.
0: Oh, I agree. Well, okay, that's going to make this one a little bit easier because this is a situation where I, I, there, people, look, I know that we love to try to outsmart our opponents, but sometimes in fantasy football, we end up outsmarting ourselves because we just don't go with the player that you should start. You're trying to get too cute. You're trying to just say, look, if I know better than everybody else and I'm going to play this person because I know. Uh, and and look sometimes you're right <laughs> but more often than that you're not. So let's go back to Rashad Penny which again we just will lay out the the uh case for him on why to start over Dante Foreman But somebody asked out there. They want to they want to start either JaKeem Grant, Rashad Penny or Dalton Schultz in the flex I'm assuming. Uh yeah. So will we already know what the answer for is for but why? Why would somebody decide they want to try to get this cute in the fantasy playoffs?
1: Cuz that's that's exactly, you know, I don't like to answer a question with a question, but you just that's just <laughs> it. That that's just it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't understand. I mean, Rashad Penny is the the the, the clear favorite here. Now, Jakeem Grant, and looking at the opponent, Monday Night Football, again, prime time, you saw what he was able to do against the Green Bay Packers. Um, he's just different, man. He's just different as well. So I could understand why they're trying to play with this, but I just think that, yeah, you, you can't go wrong with Rashad Penny. I mean, if you're talking about like a safe, safe um, play, here is going to be Rashad Penny, although uh, Jakeem Grant can be, um, can be a good play, can be a good play. Good play because he's gonna get um he's gonna definitely um be in a situation where he's gonna be able to uh get some get open out there uh, against minnesota and um and get some targets um against them so we'll just see man i mean see minnesota to me i just it's just a good matchup man it's just a good 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 matchup i think for any any wide receiver right so um him especially being uh being out there but yeah i'm not i'm not gonna go uh I'm not going to go Grant over over Penny in this in this situation.
0: Yeah, it's Penny, obviously. But here's the thing, and, and just like Will said, I, I get it. I understand. I understand a little bit of why uh, you would you would want to try to get a little cute because you've watched over the last couple of weeks of what Grant has done, right? He had five catches, 62 yards, and a touchdown against Arizona. He's been in the end zone twice, I, I guess, in the last two weeks, which is why somebody probably watched that happen on their bench. And said, "Why am I starting him over him when I'm not getting that that type of production? Uh, and it's on the bench now. Take Schultz completely out of it because your floor for Schultz is is only going to be at best single digit fantasy points. Um, that's what you're looking at." Uh, As always, we are brought to you by PropSwap. It is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, you are missing out. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. PropSwap's going to double it up to $500. Double the cash once again means double the odds. If you love sports betting, I don't got to tell you, you do, but you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average PropSwapper, listen to this, makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Have you tried better fantasy yet? If not, you need to better fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups cash out for gift cards when your bet hits and even help raise money for charity along the way. Brand new. They're looking to grow their early adopter community. They got a slick app. It's fun to use. And one of the reasons we love it so much is they offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, like me you can get in on some prop bets on better fantasy plus they just added a cool bonus get your entire league to join better fantasy you got you got some time playoffs are still happening get your entire league to join better fantasy they're going to give the league a 150 and fifty dollar gift card to get a sick ass trophy from trophysmack.com you've always wanted a trophy for your league Now's your chance to get it totally free to play download it right now for the iPhone and Android Check them out today at better slash sgpn that's b-e-t-t-o-r fantasy.com slash sgpn Somebody tell me, when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is supposed to be social, right? When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers, mustaches, tossing around bets in a speakeasy. Well, SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet, changing the game with their new product. Check it out right now at SoBet.io and create an account and see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. That app includes Consensus lines from Vegas a feed of what other people are betting on and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone You know via text QR codes and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it's purely competitive So next time you're with your friends watching sports turn the dial up a notch Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric They want as long as somebody is on the other side to accept so let's get back to the of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And as always, do not forget to go over and download the SGPN app. It is now live right now in the Google Play Store and the App Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts like this one. And while you're at it, don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. You know the thing about Superflex is that if you don't play two quarterbacks, 9 times out of 10 you are not going to win the week. But unfortunately, once you get past like the top 13, 14, 15 quarterbacks, sometimes you're just trying to pick between who's not going to lose you a week uh, as far as who's not going to throw 15 million interceptions and just actually come out flat. Uh and so here's where we run into this problem. Somebody wants to know in a in a QB two super flex league, they're trying to start either Taysom Hill, Jimmy G, or Justin Fields. Um, again, I know where a lot of people's hearts lie. I'm a I'm a San Francisco Homer. I know where I lie. But will where, where are you between Taysom Hill, Jimmy G, and Justin Fields?
1: Man, so. It's a little it's a little bit different for me. I'm actually going to go between Taysom Hill and also Jimmy G. For the simple fact that we saw what Josh Allen was able to do on the ground, just on the ground, right? Against that Tampa um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, um getting over 100 yards. I think that could be more of the same with Taysom. Obviously, not the thrower that that Allen is out there for, for the Bills, but he's, you know, if, if he's able to get those rushing yards and able to score a touchdown or two, that's going to um, put him up there as well. So, um, Jimmy G is also a, a nice viable option, but, um, Man, and it's and it's a it's an, it's a nice matchup, man. It's a, it's a very very nice matchup against Atlanta, which uh, you know does give up a lot of uh, a lot of yards, and they are they are going to be able to give up a lot of points. But with Shanahan, you just never know what 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 goes on with Shanahan. You know, it might be a game where he passes the ball a lot, or you know, pretty much uh, the, the running back takes over the game. So I'm going to probably go ahead and lean uh, Taysom Hill in this one.
0: Yep, and really, again, it's only because look, my I love. The Niners I love the Niners I have since I was a kid Uh, Jimmy G has not Look I everybody's crying over here in in California in San Francisco area About the fact that we don't have a really really solid quarterback like we used to but look Jimmy G's been Okay, like he hasn't been the most horrible person in the world that everybody wants to because we're used to Joe Montana We're used to Steve Young we're used to all those guys, but we got Jimmy G and last week he really did a, a fantastic job. The week before he still did a good job, uh, despite the fact that now we're really turning into a rush-first team. Um, but that being said, I have to be subjective, and Taysom Hill offers so much more in the run game, and that floor alone—you know, seven points alone on the floor uh, for the the um, for Taysom Hill. I can't pass that up. I mean, that's that's solid floor points that you're going to get from him on top of whatever else. And if he gets in the end zone twice like he did against the Jets, then you're all the much better, right? So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is definitely between those two. Um the aberration that was Justin Fields' game against Green Bay is not happening against Minnesota. Uh Justin Fields is going to come out not look as good as he did because they're not going to be in a different they're not going to be in the same situation. So, um yeah, give me Taysom Hill. Hate to say it, but Taysom hill
1: i'm with you man i'm with you on that
0: uh i know and i you know the, the thing is is that yeah there likes to be friction sometimes there's got to be friction uh but when you're trying to give people start sit advice it's not necessarily helpful for us to disagree on too many people so i'm glad we agree uh, on a lot of these it makes folks' decision a little easier uh so because when you when you listen to a start sit show, a lot of times and and the hosts are like all over the place, They're like oh yeah, no, I like this guy, and they goes ah oh, no, I like this guy. Then then you're all you're doing is like, well then who do I start? Because <laughs> one guy said start this guy, the other side said start this guy. It doesn't make any sense. So
1: yeah, the production on the ground definitely uh, puts uh, Taysom Hill over the hill over these other uh, quarterbacks, and 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 um, again, I don't think. To your point, I don't think Justin Fields is going to be in that same predicament or in the same situation. And then Jimmy G with Shanahan, he just, even as a fan, listen, he's even as a 49ers fan, I know he makes you frustrated on a week-to-week basis. So yeah, I'm sticking with somebody that I know is going to be consistent and is going to get that production on the ground and through the year as well.
0: I agree. All right, this last decision. Again, again, week one, no one's asking this question. Week two, no one's asking this question. Week 15, this decision could be made for us, but if it's not, we have to make this decision. Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow? Will. (laughs) A week 15 question, if ever there was one. What's the answer?
1: This is tough, man. (laughs) This is tough, because... Well, one, right, so so let's just go through this. One, we don't know where, where Jackson is, right? Um, I think he's either been limited at practice or not practicing at all. Um, but, again, we know that, uh, you know, what he's able to do, right? He, he has the talent to just go out there and do his thing. Um, we saw what Justin Fields was able to do on the ground uh, against Green Bay just uh, this past Sunday night. So Lamar Jackson is definitely um, much better uh, than than Justin Fields in, in, in that aspect. But I, you just – the unknown and the question marks around, um, Jackson is just like, puts like, again, week one, you're not even bringing this up. You're not, I mean, this is not even, this is like a no brainer no conversation at all, but Joe Burrow, you know, going up against the the, the Denver defense, Denver defense is a, is pretty tough and they're playing in Denver, but I think that uh, he does have his weapons out there. And again, um, just the past two weeks, just a very, very poor performance, not only from, uh, from that offense, but from the entire Cincinnati team, so I think they do they do bounce back and they have a much better game this week. So I'm going to go with uh, with Joe Burrow in this situation.
0: Yep. Again, your decision could be made for you because uh, this is Lamar Jackson's second missed day of practice, and it's not looking like he's going to play uh but again we've seen we've seen instances where all week long it's reported one way and then all of a sudden saturday night or sunday morning say oh he's a game time decision and then all of a sudden he's a go uh so you you really do need to have this decision in your mind made up before it happens If both games are the same time so you're lucky in that instance where they're both one o'clock games uh or you know 10 o'clock here on the on the wet or uh one o'clock games, four o'clock in on the Eastern. So yeah, they're both four o'clock Eastern games. So if if you have to make that decision, you can wait a little extra longer for it. Um, but again, I mean, if if both are healthy, if both are ready to go, um, you, you kind of have to lean toward Lamar. You really do in this instance because he definitely does have uh, that ability, just like we had talked about with Taysom. Right, the floor for his rushing alone keeps him in contention week after week no matter how many yards he throws for. He could very easily go for a hundred yards and a touchdown himself. Uh and so that's the kind of instance that because you well, 'cause you don't you don't get that out of Joe Burrow, you know? Um you really don't. So and it is a, such a good matchup too against Denver. You almost don't want to suggest Lamar Jackson, but yeah, keep an eye on the injury reports. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough, but again, like you said, I mean, that decision may be made for you, and then also at the same point as well that uh, the, the 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 game is going to be at the same time, right? It's going to start at the same time. But I think if we, you know, again, it's, it's Thursday. If we hear some more news coming out um, out of Baltimore that uh that a Lamar Jackson is going to be, you know, pretty much like a go or even like a game time decision, then yeah, I'm going to be rolling with a Lamar Jackson. But if he if he misses another day of practice, man, I'm, I'm all out on him.
0: I can't only imagine how many Scott Fishbowl entries are just sweating having Lamar Jackson out this week because ah, you just you, this is the, not the right time to lose your starting quarterback, somebody who may, you may have just been rolling with all season long. Such a frustrating turn of events, uh, which again is happening all over the league, guys. If you want to stay up to date on everything that's going on, please follow us on Twitter at SGP and Fantasy, um, and then make sure that you're keeping up with the Fantasy Doc, who's letting you know all the COVID situations, all the injury situations, uh, and that is at SGP and Football Doc. Sebastian is hot on the trail of all these stories for you to keep you current. All the stuff on the Sports Gambling website uh, continues to go up. <sighs> like, so much, so much work This, these last couple of days, these last couple of weeks. Will's a hefty part of that. Will, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and all of your work here for the SGPN.
1: Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter at biasedopinions underscore also doing some content for football, fantasy football, and then uh, NBA basketball for sports gambling podcast network. So yeah, check me out there. Um, and definitely if you guys have any questions. Also, if you never need uh, any any betting advice, uh, hit me up on the DMs there on uh, Twitter at biasedopinions underscore.
0: Will the rising star in the SGP? And so happy to continue to have him on the show because it's always a good time to uh, to talk fantasy football with you. And uh, yeah, are you in the playoffs? I, I didn't even ask you this to open up. Are you in the playoffs in any of your leagues?
1: So I'm half and half, man. i um, i I was completely out in some of them, and in um, this, uh, you know, the past couple of weeks, I was able to sneak in. So uh, yeah, I got, got a got some uh, got some uh, shares and some playoffs this uh, this week, man. So again, I'm 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 in the same boat that a lot of people are as well. You know, just looking at the news, trying to see who's going to be in, who's going to be out, I'm searching through the waiver wire and seeing what I could uh, come up with, man. Because it's going to be some last minute decisions, especially if uh, some of these players are not able to produce a uh, two negative test before Sunday. So it's uh, uh, it's, yeah, it's I'm, I'm pretty much sweating some of these uh some of some of my leagues as well man.
0: Yes sir. I have AJ Green on my Scott Fishbowl league. I'm so like I'm devastated that Hopkins is out in one of my leagues, but I'm thrilled that AJ Green gets a bump in production for my Scott Fish coming at just the right time for me to try to advance to the next round in the Scott Fishbowl league. So I had a bye last week. This week I got to sweat it, but I'm I'm in the fantasy playoffs in like 3 of my 5 Uh, And the two that I missed, I missed pretty bad. Uh, They first round picks, Christian McCaffrey just killed me right off the jump. So um, I really wasn't able to to keep up with that after that. So we'll see. Nice. Nice. I don't know. Still a lot of time to play for you as well. Hopefully you all enjoy a week 15 in which you are advancing to yet another round of the fantasy playoffs in route to your championship game. And, of course, hopefully we've helped you a little bit along the way, and we can continue to help you take home that fantasy title. As always, thanks for listening to the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for Will, for everyone here. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy your week 15. Good luck in the fantasy playoffs. And until next week, let it ride!